Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. In this episode of Plant Medicine Transmissions, we will continue to explore the theme of abuse by addressing in particular the theme of sexual abuse. In recent times, we have experienced another wave of uh, talking about sexual abuse in our society, in our communities, and uh, this is a sign that indeed uh, sexual abuse is a very important theme and one that has not fully been integrated in our societies. It is a touchy subject and I'm here simply sharing my own viewpoint and hopefully this viewpoint will help expand uh, a little bit the consciousness, the mindset, and the current beliefs and attitudes towards sexual abuse and uh, sexual abusers. Now, this is not to condone the fact that men and women are to this day being abused sexually and otherwise. It is simply to get possibly a wider perspective on this subject that is really about abuse in general and the fact that we treat each other as object rather than as subjects, as human beings. What has been happening in recent months has been another wave of calling out the fact that women and men are still being abused sexually in oftentimes uh, situations that are supposedly not sexual in any way, particularly in the workplace. And we also have to remember that most sexual abuse, particularly towards children, does happen within or very close to the family circle. So in places where we feel that this is really not appropriate according to what be we believe is right or wrong. First of all, I would like to honor those men and women and children and adolescents who have the courage to speak up, to actually call uh, to our attention these acts of disrespect and abuse. What people who have experienced what we call sexual abuse are often caught up in a web of shame and therefore it has taken this long for us to actually speak up for ourselves 
and come out of this place of shame and hiding. I personally feel that this stage of coming out, of speaking up, is a very important stage to actually bring something that has been kept a secret out into the public arena. And I believe that this wave of speaking up and coming out of hiding will continue for quite a while. Hopefully, eventually, this wave of speaking up and of accusations of blaming will subside eventually and give space to the next phase of what I consider uh, the part of healing this profound wound in our society and in our own selves. If we remain attached to the level of blaming and accusations and judgment, unfortunately, the true healing will not happen in our lives. And I'm not speaking only about cases of sexual abuse. Eventually, and of course, this is just my opinion, in order to find the healing that we long for, what is important is to actually take responsibility for our own experience. Now, the first reaction that someone who has experienced sexual abuse, and particularly as a child, is a strong resistance to the words taking responsibility for their own experience. Why is that? Because we are confusing taking responsibility with once again blaming. That is, if we have been blaming someone else, say for instance, a person who has abused us, then if we ask them to take responsibility for their own experience, what they're going to do most likely at the very first is actually to start blaming themselves. Now, self-blame is not taking responsibility. It's something totally different. When we speak about taking responsibility, the first thing that we need to understand is that behind any blame, behind any guilt, there is a judgment. There is a judgment against someone outside ourselves or towards our very own selves for the event, for the experience that we've had. I believe that on a deep level, we are all aware that we are responsible for the experiences that we invite into our lives.
which is why when we feel shame, when we hold a judgment against our own experience, oftentimes the best way to relieve ourselves of that guilt is by blaming someone else, by judging someone else and making them responsible for our own experience. This is a very natural reaction as it is unbearable for us to hold that judgment against ourselves. So we find some expiatory goat to take the blame for our own experience. Responsibility for our own experience is so denied that we find it difficult to actually backtrack and gently start taking responsibility for our own experience. So the first step is to actually connect with the judgments that we have attached to an experience or another. In our culture, we still have a very ambivalent relationship with erotic energy and with our sexuality. And therefore, it is easier for us uh, to blame somebody else for our own uh, erotic experiences, particularly when those experiences are not pleasant and even traumatic. In many cases, it is so challenging for us to actually honor our own sexual erotic desires that we create an event that is seemingly beyond our control and forceful and seemingly forced upon us so that we can claim no responsibility over it. But the bottom line is that our lives are our own. We create our lives. We create also those instances where apparently, seemingly, our own free will is taken away from us and where we experience abuse of one sort of another. We may create ourselves as victims. But the important part of that sentence is that we create ourselves as such. Nobody forces us. Nobody, in my opinion, can come into our own selves and tinker with us and make us feel any which way. It is our own responsibility, how we feel about the experiences that consciously or unconsciously we invite into our lives. And this is an important point because the life that we create is not necessarily a conscious action. We all experience things that go totally against the grain of our own plans. 
And this is because we are not just conscious beings. Actually, the conscious part of who we are is just the tip of an enormous iceberg. And therefore, from the unconscious come other things, other things that are often in contradiction with what we say we want, with what we say we believe. Of course, we don't consciously wish to, for instance, be raped or be uh, physically abused. Of course not. So that event oftentimes stems from, from something much deeper in our very own unconscious. Or, as I'd like to believe, is a part of our own soul journey. One way or another, I don't believe that instances of abuse of any kind are an accident. In my world, there are no accidents. What I believe is that these events, often traumatic ones, are actually part of a bigger plan, a bigger plan that was not designed to punish us or to make fun of us, but actually our own plan from a higher place, from a higher self, from a soul level. And the same can be said about any traumatic events, including physical illnesses. We are talking here about entertaining the possibility that these traumatic events are actually of our own creation for a very important reason. That these are creations that we put in place for our very own expansion, for our very own healing on a very deep level. When we start gently, little by little, taking responsibility for these experiences and we entertain the possibility that all of this is of our own doing from a very high place, from a place of pure intelligence, of pure purpose, then we can start gently learning from this experience, learning what this experience was meant to teach us to begin with. It is important to remind ourselves that life is not cruel. Actually, life naturally, it's, it's its essence to strive for goodness. But in order to achieve that goodness, Oftentimes, we need to go through important healing, important shedding of illusions and lies and limiting beliefs, and the healing of very deep wounds on a soul level.
when we are willing to finally let go of our own victim identity. And that process may take a really, really long time as I've experienced it myself. What happens is that the universe starts supporting us in incredible ways. Anybody with a sincere desire to heal, to grow and to expand makes himself, herself available to unbounded support from the universe. In my own case, what I found eventually in my own process after already a few years of dealing with my own victim identity was the discovery of plant medicine. And with that kind of support offered by plant medicines, in my case particularly with ayahuasca and San Pedro, I was able to continue the process of integrating and letting go this victim attitude, this victim identity, and continue in earnest the next stage of my own healing process. People who have experienced physical and emotional and sexual abuse are oftentimes feeling very disempowered. The truth of the matter is that that disempowerment comes from oneself to oneself. And that first very, very strong disempowerment from ourselves to ourselves is by creating ourselves as a victim. Creating ourselves as a victim is a very natural process of denial of responsibility and it's totally understandable. However, if we indeed seek healing rather than, so to speak, wallow and benefit from being in a victim identity, we have eventually to let it go and to integrate it. And this is the only way that we can step up into a place of real personal power. And that power is what is also going to support us in continuing our very own healing process. So it's important to look before looking anywhere else, to look at this victim identity and to be very honest with ourselves and look at the secret and not so secret benefits of holding such an identity. It is important then to feel whatever attachments there may be towards these secret or not so secret benefits. And being honest with ourselves, whether we are ready and willing to let go of those benefits. There are millions of people on this planet who despite what they say, despite their desire, their wish to heal, 
they are not really ready or willing to let go of the benefits that being ill of feeling like a victim, abuse, and so on, has afforded them. So it's important to be very honest. And what I can say is that the sense of personal, renewed self-empowerment is better than any secret payoff that we may get by holding on to a victim's stance. Blessings.